Welcome into Montana at Noon. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas. To start our show, let's take a look at that extended weather command forecast. Today it's going to be sunny in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy with highs 30 to 35 degrees and northwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight it's going to be clear with lows 15 to 20 degrees and southwest winds up to 10 miles per hour. On Tuesday, it's not going to be as cool and cloudy with a chance of snow and a slight chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs will be in the mid-40s. West winds will be 5 to 15 miles per hour. The chance of precipitation is 40%. On Tuesday night, it's going to be breezy and there will be some rain likely in the evening, then snow and rain likely after midnight. Moderate snow accumulations and snow levels will be 3,000 feet. Lows will be 25 to 30 degrees and northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour after midnight. The chance of precipitation is 70%. On Wednesday, it's going to be breezy and mostly cloudy with a 50% chance of snow and highs 35 to 40 degrees. North winds will be 15 to 25 miles per hour, decreasing to 10 to 15 miles per hour in the afternoon. On Wednesday night, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow and lows 20 to 25 degrees. Coming Thursday, it's going to be mostly cloudy with highs 40 to 45 degrees. And Thursday night into Friday, it's going to be warmer and partly cloudy with lows 25 to 30 degrees and highs 55 to 60 degrees. On Friday night, it's going to be partly cloudy with lows around 35 degrees. And Saturday, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and highs will be 50 to 55 degrees. On Saturday night, it's going to be mostly cloudy with lows around 30 degrees. And Sunday, it's going to be partly cloudy with highs around 60 degrees. To continue, let's take a look at today's local news. Two separate structure fires in the Haver area this weekend each resulted in a fatality. The first was reported shortly after 11 p.m. on Saturday night at the 700 block of 38th Avenue West. Haver Fire Chief Mel Paulson says a structure fire in a detached garage caused one death. The garage was rendered a total loss. The male was the only person believed to have been in the building. The fire was in control within 15 minutes, but took an hour to suppress. The fire department brought 12 personnel to the scene along with one pumper, one ambulance, and one tanker and command vehicle. Hill County Under Sheriff Stan Martin says the person that died was an elderly male, but declined to release any other information. The state fire marshal will be assisting the Hill County Sheriff's Office in the investigation. The second fire, which was reported at 1.49 a.m. on Sunday morning, occurred in a single-family dwelling at the 10 block of Beaver Creek Boulevard. Paulson says a discarded cigarette caught fire and burned an elderly female to death. There were no other people in the residence, and there was very little damage to the structure itself. The Haver Fire Department was notified of the fire by a smoke alarm and had to force their way into the residence. By the time they arrived at the scene, the fire was already out. The Haver Fire Department brought a fire truck, an ambulance, and four personnel to the scene. The county coroner and Haver Police Department were also on the scene. The incident is no longer under investigation. Certified boater training for Tiber Reservoir is now available online. While Fish, Wildlife, and Parks offices are closed to the public, persons interested in applying for the certified boater designation must complete the training online at cleandraindrymt.com. Watercraft owners who primarily recreate on Tiber Reservoir can receive the certified boater designation. The online training course provides participants with information about the invasive mussel threat and how to appropriately clean, drain, and dry watercraft. This program is open to Montana residents who live east of the Continental Divide and who boat primarily on the Tiber Reservoir. 
Certified boaters can access all public boat ramps on Tiber Reservoir and are expected to do a self-inspection every time they exit the water body. The Hill County Women, Infants, and Children program administered through the Hill County Health Department is accepting new clients in Hill and surrounding counties. The program provides personalized support for income-eligible pregnant women, caregivers, and parents with children under 5. It is designated to influence lifetime nutrition and health behaviors for participants and families. The Main Hill County WIC Clinic is located at the Hill County Health Department, 302 4th Avenue in Haver. It's open from 8.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Monday and 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. Those interested in enrolling can call the Hill County WIC office at 400-2421 or apply to get connected to their local clinic, even if it's outside Hill County. The Montana Department of Commerce has announced that Affiliated Developers Incorporated will be receiving $3.6 million in loans funded through the Multifamily Coal Trust Homes Program to rehabilitate 60 affordable apartments for individuals and families at Oakwood Village in Haver. Affiliated Developers Incorporated Executive Director Kirk Bruce says Oakwood Village will undergo major renovations. The all-new appliance, new kitchens, baths, flooring, paint, LED light fixtures, water-saving faucets, toilets, new windows, roofs, siding, a lot of site work, some asbestos abatement, you name it. Bruce adds that this loan has favorable terms for his company. It is loan. It's permanent debt. But the caveat about it is, is that it has um, extremely favorable terms. In return, we are um, catering, I guess, for lack of a better word, to a certain tenant population of low-income housing tenants. Bruce says construction, which will take a year to complete, will hopefully begin this summer. It will occur in five phases, with tenants being temporarily relocated while their apartments are being renovated. The number of COVID-19 cases in Toole County continues to climb. Sunday's Department of Public Health and Human Services update included five new COVID-19 cases in the county, bringing their total to 25. All five of the new cases are in residents over the age of 60. The outbreak in Toole County is related to a long-term care facility in Shelby. Three of the six Montanans that have died from the virus are from Toole County. The Toole County Health Department reports five of their COVID-19 patients have recovered, while two remain hospitalized. Other counties in our area with confirmed cases of COVID-19 include Cascade with 13, Glacier and Roosevelt with 3, and Liberty and Hill with 1 apiece. And that's going to do it for today's local news. Now let's take a look at our state news. A prosecutor says a rancher has agreed to plead guilty to felony aggravated animal cruelty after more than 100 cows died of starvation in central Montana. The Associated Press reported that 57-year-old George J. Savoy signed a plea agreement Thursday. His attorney, Jason Holden, did not immediately return a phone call Friday seeking more details. Cascade County attorney Josh Rackey has agreed to recommend a six-year deferred sentence during which Savoy cannot own cattle. He must assume financial responsibility for the seized cattle and transfer custody of the animals to his brother to sell in six months. The Department of Corrections says a 74-year-old Kalisbell man who was convicted of killing his wife 40 years ago has died in prison after an extended illness. Jerry Forsyth died Wednesday. His death was not related to the coronavirus. Forsyth was convicted of shooting and killing Karen Forsyth in December 1979 because he was having an affair and wanted to keep her share of the bowling alley they owned. He was tried three times. His first conviction was overturned. 
A second trial ended in a hung jury. He was convicted in 1986 and sentenced for 110 years in prison. His most recent parole request was rejected in 2018. The superintendent of Montana schools told districts to expect to finish out the academic year with distance learning amid the coronavirus outbreak. Superintendent Elsie Arnson said Friday she expects social distancing recommendations to remain in place, possibly into the summer. She's also suggesting postponing graduation ceremonies or finding alternative ways to celebrate. Meanwhile, the state health lab now has enough coronavirus test kits to cover anyone recommended for the procedure by their clinician. Montana has more than 360 cases of the virus and has seen six deaths. Just over 20,000 Montana residents filed new unemployment claims last week. Montana novelist Peter Bowen has died at age 74. His obituary says Bowen died Wednesday of heart failure after a fall at his home in Livingston. Bowen was best known for a series of 15 mystery novels set in the fictional eastern Montana town of Tucson, featuring the character of Gabriel Dupree. He also wrote a four-book series of historical novels set in Montana that featured a fictionalized version of the soldier and frontiersman Luther Sage Yellowstone Kelly. For a time, he wrote columns for Forbes FYI magazine under the name Coyote Jack. The superintendent of Yellowstone National Park says it likely won't reopen until May or later, delaying the start of its traditional summer season for millions of tourists because of the coronavirus outbreak. Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park have been closed since March 24th because of the virus. The parks closed while they were mostly inaccessible because of lingering snow. The virus has complicated the usual pattern of reopening gates, visitor centers, stores, restaurants, and lodges between April and early June. Yellowstone Superintendent Cam Shawley said he intends to listen to health officers and elected officials in deciding when to reopen Yellowstone. And that will conclude our state news for the day. Now let's take a look at our wheat prices per bushel. In Hill County, winter wheat is $4.47, while spring wheat is $4.97. In Blaine County, winter wheat is $4.37, while spring wheat is $4.92. In Liberty County, winter wheat is $4.52, while spring wheat is $4.97. In Shoto County, winter wheat is $4.47, while spring wheat is $4.97. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is $4.32, while spring wheat is $4.87. And that's going to conclude our show today. We want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, we are your primary news source seven days a week on KOJM and KPQX. We hope you have a great rest of your day and make sure you stay safe out there on the High Line. For new media broadcasters, I'm Ashley Milas, and I'll catch you next time.